girl Tamika. It's your boy E-Rock Nim. <laughs> Listen, we keep it real. We keep it raw. We keep it uncut. All day. We are Marriage Takeover. Listen, we help couples win in their marriage by identifying their triggers and uh, breaking generational, generational cycles. Yes. So we want to welcome you, welcome you, Boom. welcome you on today um, for another episode with the Marriage Takeover Podcast. <laughs> Yo, show. we still is tripping off of this season six thing. So. I know. Can season six, it? episode number dose. Come on. <laughs> hey, we bringing it this time. Excited. We, we are bringing it. You hear me? You hear me? You hear me? Yes. Go Listen, we are super excited. And as you know, like if you've been here for all these years representing, hanging in with us tight, supporting us, we appreciate you. We love you. We thank you so much. If it's your first time. Yes. If it's your first time. We still appreciate you. We, we still love you. you. But we want to make sure that we hang tight together. So make sure that you like, subscribe, and share so that we can make sure that we stay connected. All right? Oh, yeah. Make sure you join the Facebook group, Marriage Takeover, Body of One. And we will have all those links down in the show notes for this episode. Boom. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started with prayer. Well, let's get crunked in. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you now, yes. God. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Lord God. We thank you, oh God, because you are first in our life. And Father, we thank you. God, we thank you for what you have brought us thus far. God, we thank you for where you're taking us. Yes. So God, I pray now, oh God, for every ear that is listening, oh God. God, that through this episode through this message, oh God, that you deposit what they need, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, even something they may have to think about and go back and make difference about do and do different. Father God, I pray now in the name yes, of Jesus, God. oh God, that the words that are given on today, oh God, not fall on thorny, on thorny ground, but God, fall in the place that is ready to be, that is ready, that is fertile and ready to, and ready to grow and be different and do yes. different and be better, oh God, to be their 100 authentic selves. And so, Father, we just thank you right now, God, for this time, this moment. God, we ask that you continue to have your way. Continue to bless our guests, oh God. Continue to reign over them, Father, in the name yes, of Jesus. Yes. And Father, we thank you now, God. We give you glory. Father, we say this prayer you your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 So, we are super excited today. We have a very special guest with you. I know y'all said last month y'all bring in some new people. Guess what? This month we're bringing some new people. Got some new people. And I know you guys heard me talk a couple of months ago or a couple of weeks ago about this forgiveness conference that I went to. And let me tell you. Let, let her tell you. Today we have the phenomenal Tanisha O, who is Boom. the CEO, founder of Blending Our Love Incorporated and the creator of the Forgiveness Lifestyle Movement and the A Time to Heal Motherhood Global Movement. Come on now. Now, she's a global keynote speaker, uh -huh. corporate trainer, what? and forgiveness coach. Come on now. Helping mothers heal generational pain. Come on now. Now, her book, Empower, Stepmother, Grow, Glow, and Thrive Harmoniously in Your Blended Family is a number one Amazon bestseller. Yes, it is. So we want to make sure that you are welcoming us. She enjoys hosting the team. With the Tanisha O Show, where she interviews celebrities, influencers, business owners who share secrets mm. to success for keeping a positive mindset to accomplish goals amid all adversities. Yeah. Now, yeah. her passion and mission passion. are to help one billion mothers Come on identify and release emotional blocks, all the moms. which are holding them back using forgiveness techniques. Yes. And I'm going to tell y'all, it's a treat, y'all. Yes, it is. So, we are so happy to have you. Welcome. Miss Tanisha O. <laughs> Welcome, my sister. Listen, thank you. So, I don't know, like, hearing the bio is fun, but when you have a hype man like that, like, we used to go everywhere every single time. Oh, I was tickled. Thank you. That was the best intro ever. <laughs> hey, hey. It's what it is. When, hey, when greatness step on the scene, guess yes. what? We got to make room for the greatness. Let it, let it walk on in. You hear me? <laughs> we are so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. And this month, we're talking about forgiveness all month long. Woo. And so I know that's your secret sauce. That's Come your brain, baby. <laughs> we, we only bring the best, and we thank God for connection and relationship because when those doors open it's like man woo because listen from the conference I told you from the conference I say oh my god I cannot wait to talk with this awesome 
That was awesome. So I'm actually the question. No, we're gonna go back to forgiveness. Oh, you, so so what is forgiveness? I was so ready to be. Hey, <laughs> I know you, you can go wherever you want to go. I mean, listen, it's all us forgiveness. Don't mess with you. Because because what I think is is phenomenal, right? And you've done some amazing things, and I want to make sure that we we speak that and we highlight that. But I think that sometimes we get forgiveness, you know, um, miss construed I think is the right word yes especially in the church like we think and we feel like number one God is the only one who can forgive which you said before like I let me just let me just pause for a minute take a minute your forgiveness your forgiverance forgiveness amazing thank you and I may be doing one in October so yes we'll see Okay, it was amazing. So, so talk about like what forgiveness is and who has the right and the responsibility to forgive. Oh, that's so good. So, to me, forgiveness is an emotion, right? It's not a, it's not something you say because a lot of people say, "I forgive you," and you still want to punch them in the throat. Forgiveness is a journey. It's a process. Almost see it like an onion, right? An onion has that outer shell. It's thin, but it's that thin, hard shell. You peel that off and then you have layers and layers inside of there. And so triggers may come. And so you got to keep peeling back this layer. So you will possibly be forgiving someone, including yourself, over and over and over again it's just this process it becomes easier once you commit to it so i'll explain the way i i teach it in my framework behind me oh well you're, you can't see me so forgive forgiveness is the past everything in your past is what you're looking at to forgive okay uh and then when you get to the healing process that's a decision Healing doesn't automatically come. Someone can break their leg, break their arm, and it's going to heal because our bodies know how to heal itself, but it That's may not right. heal the right way. You might have to re-break it to, to, in order to heal it properly, right? right so right. time does not heal. When people say time heals, no, it doesn't. Time just passes time. And right. the moment you encounter someone who triggers you the way that last person did, boom, you're right back to square one. How do you know if you've healed? When you are triggered, when the pain hits, when things happen, what, however you respond, you cuss people out, you punch them in the throat, you're calm, cool, and collected. You, you're calm in front of them, but you talk all this crazy stuff behind their back. You talk to other people about the problem and never go to the actual person. You let people insult you or you insult people. And instead of y'all discussing it, you just let 15 years pass. And then you guys come back and act like nothing happened. And then you wonder why in 30 days you're no longer talking again because you never healed it. All those things are where you are in your healing journey. So if you're wondering where you are in your healing journey and you find yourself being the person that says, that's just how I am. And you take so much pride in being a person. Oh, you better say that. Like people don't even want to be around you, but you take pride in that's just who I am. Okay, well, congratulations. But if you want to grow, yeah, I'm here for. I am not for everybody. I'm for the people who, for the mothers who actually really want to invest and heal. And so then the growth is the action. Growth equals action. When when a plant is growing, action is happening. When you're watching your child go from two to five, something's happening. They're physically growing. And so growth is the movement forward in whatever it is that's happening. So forgive, heal, grow. I love it. God dang. I love it. I love it. Did you hear that? <laughs> you know, and that's so funny because you hear that a lot. Oh, you know, time heals all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I keep trying to tell. No, it don't. You tell me when time heals something. It, it, it didn't heal it. It didn't heal it. It covered it up. Right, Eric. Think about the people who will tell you a story. Oh, he hurt me so bad. And I mean, you're like, oh, my gosh, when did it happen? They like 20 years ago. You're like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, but they can tell you that story like it was yesterday. Yesterday, five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me that time healed that wound. It didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. So now, um, now, because you know, now, and I know that you're you're for the mothers. I I, I do. I do get that. I, don't get me wrong. I, I understand. You know, I love when people say, you know, you know, sometimes you just got to stay in your lane. You know what I mean? So like, this is the lane I was called to. This is what I'm staying in. Yes. But yes. <laughs> you know. Just cross the line just a little bit. Just totally, yes. Because because uh, some things that I do understand far as as males yeah. that we also hold on to stuff that causes us to respond differently. Right. Now we may not, you know, cuss you out, bust you in the throat, anything like that, but mm-hmm. 
we were we we know how to count. I guess I say men, we count stay to ourselves, if you will. Yeah. Because I know if I go down this lane, you're gonna trust, you're gonna do what you did before, talking about you better, the whole nine. But how can how can the husband free themselves and understanding that yo, it is a you do need to forgive so that you can so that you can start your healing process so that you can grow because I've come to we've come to understand that a lot of a lot of the marriages are not growing because they don't know how to forgive each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm asking this question just on behalf of the brothers. I'm looking out for you fellas. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you if you can dive into that so we can unpack a lot of it, that would greatly appreciate it. So I only work with women because I'm a woman. Right. That's very right. simple. Uh not because my strategies and tools and things don't work for men. I recently was in New York City with a sign that said, who do you need to forgive? This humongous sign. And I stood in Times Square with the microphone, just talking to people, helping people heal wounds. And you know what's interesting? There were more men that came up to me than women. It was really wow. Wow. So, and it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. And I'm talking about men from all different backgrounds. One man told me he was struggling with forgiving God because of the Holocaust. And so I was able to give him some steps and, and navigate forward. So I hear all sorts of stuff when it comes to it. So to your question, the first step is as men and women, we have to acknowledge our pain. Mm. We have to acknowledge our pain. And so whatever's happening in any marriage, more than likely, that's a familiar pattern. You've probably married your husband. I mean, you're married your mother or you married the habits of your father, the habits of your mother. Ooh, or your father. That's and so you want to look at what patterns were already packed in your baggage of life. And then you want to look at them to say, oh, child, no, this is not helping me. Nope, we're going to get rid of this. Nope, let's release this. Because let's say you're in a family, in a blended family situation and the, the man has children. The woman might be saying, you put the daughters to you this and that. But really, it's that nine-year-old little girl in her who's jealous that her father wasn't there for her. And so wow. see you loving your daughter the way you're loving her, it's not about her disliking that girl as a grown woman, it's the sweet little girl who was left sitting on the doorstep waiting for her father who never came. And so when she's seeing what you're giving, she's missing out and just yearning for that love that she didn't have. It's not on you. So the first thing I would invite you to do is acknowledge the pain. You got to acknowledge where you are because you're not serving anyone. No one's serving anyone when we just ignore it. Oh, well, it doesn't happen. No, it happens. Whatever it is. And let's just remember what a trigger is. When we tell a two-year-old it's hot, a stove is hot. If they've never been burned, they have no idea what you're doing. People cells waddle right on over to that stove, touch it, and the moment that they touch it, whoo, they now know what hot means the next time you say it. So in the moment that you're frustrated or struggling, remember, it's not what you're upset about in that moment. It's the triggered reminder of the pain that previously happened. Now, next time something happens, you're going to keep adding up. But these triggers are reminders of past things. So as I began to heal and grow and change my personality, I was not the fun-loving person I am today. Not to this degree years ago. And my husband still married me. God bless him. I love him. <laughs> I was like, sweetie, you married me like that. Like the kids were stuck with me, but you, you, he was like, yep, yeah, I'll marry again. But one of the things that happened as you begin to heal and go on this journey is people are used to your habits. So my husband was used to my habits. And so I would do something and he would respond as though I did what I used to do. And I had to keep telling him, but I didn't do that, sweetie. And he was like, oh, do it. I was like, yep, but this time I did not do it. And I had to keep telling him I didn't do that this time. I didn't respond that way this time. I'm a different person. And I could not get frustrated because the past decade I've been behaving a certain way. And his instincts are just used to me being away. I had to remind him over and over again. And I didn't get caught up in the fact that he's not paying attention to my change. No, He's trying to navigate and shift with this new version of me, just like I am too. And so it's my responsibility to keep saying, hey, love, I didn't do that. So let's not do that, you know? And ultimately he, he got in. So acknowledge your pain, first of all, and look at those familiar patterns that were passed on to you. And what are you carrying on? Because most of us, 
compare our best version of ourselves to our parents' worst version of ourselves. It's like comparing a kindergartner to a college Harvard graduate. Like, come on now. Those are two completely different places. We don't ever look at the greatness in our parents. We, we look at the worst versions of them. And then we want to talk about how wonderful and amazing we are. They did their best. And they passed on pain. My God. Listen. That's so good. Listen. My, my God. Let, let me just say right here, right now. That's so good. Everybody that is listening, I've been trying to tell y'all, we on Marriage Takeover, we're not perfect. Because she just pulled the carpet from under my feet because my wife has been making changes. And I have been still holding her to what she used to do. But you just literally pulled the blinders off to where it's like, you know what? But what what that said, what that told me is that, no, Eric, you need to be your authentic self because she is she is making changes. So you've got to stop carrying her past because you see the changes. You see it. So you got to stop keeping her past with her present. And so for me to be my authentic self and say, hey, yo, I'm sorry. I went I went 160 on my bike. No matter how she responds, I got to stop holding because now her response is different because now she's different. She's making she's making changes. So I listen, I'm healed already. Praise the Lord. I'm healed right now. I'm going to walk in my healing. You hear me? So I'm, I, can I can I um, offer you a, just an invitation or something? Yeah, submit, explore, submit. Don't judge yourself. Explore what you're afraid of, because what happens is when we're used to a person being a certain way, when they change, what does that mean for us? Does that mean they're going to leave us behind? Does that mean they're going to grow into a different space? Does that mean that I have to change now? Like so when we're rejecting the changes of people, it's just a chance. Our inner body, when we have a wound on the outside, you can see the blood. You can see the scar. You can see the, the wound. You get your neosporin, your, your, all your stuff to clean it out. You do all the things you need to do to clean out. But when we have emotional wounds, you can't see those. It's only the triggers that are like, something's bothering you. Something's hurting. And most time we we bad talk ourselves. We tell ourselves negative things like get over it. It's her fault. You know, blame. But instead of doing that, just gently kind of lean in like, all right. In your case, Eric, it's like my girl's making some changes and this is making me uncomfortable. Why? Like, why is this making me uncomfortable? Why, why is this bothering me? And so work it out within you first. Ask yourself and be honest with yourself about what emotions you're feeling. And then take it from there. That's a great pillow talk conversation, baby. I'll see you yes. changing. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. Are you canceling me right now? Wait a minute. Hey, listen. She asked for permission to submit. Y'all, yeah, hey, she, hey, she ain't lying. She put her submission papers in ASAP. Oh, I'm submitting this to you now. Listen, y'all already know this marriage takeover. Well, we keep it raw and we keep it real. Yes. So, listen, y'all, raw, listen, I feel naked right now. I feel so <laughs> naked right here before everybody. Right but this is so good because somebody else was stuck and I want to be able to take your people to a, a full, to the fullness. You know what I mean? Oh, so they right. to the water and drop them off and they don't even know how to drink. Like, right. let's just take them and give them, like, you know, just, just help them fully. Well, I hope y'all learn how to drink from me because I'm sipping not. But <laughs> but you know the funny thing because you know, and I know wifey would tell you, babe, you ain't saying nothing. Well, because you you hogging <laughs> so the conversation. Listen, we should have gone to get your breakthrough. I didn't already right. say it. <laughs> like, we do need to take a quick break though. Oh, my, we're gonna give me five minutes. Give me five minutes. We gotta okay, finish five this. Minutes. Real quick. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> listen, because so now you know what. You know what? Let me just stop because I got to collect my thoughts. So we'll be right back after this. Yo, and we're back. Go go ahead on. Go we are ahead. back. I, I just want to, again, welcome. If you were just tuning in, we have the phenomenal Tanisha Ooh, O with us. She is, is, is it forgiveness coach? Like, what is the correct term? Okay, forgiveness coach. Who is phenomenal? Who is up here helping Eric get his life together? Uh-huh. So E-Rock <laughs> him get his life together. Um, hey, E-Rock is, <laughs> is getting his life together. I'm t- Listen. I have been set free already, so I can't wait to this pillar talk because I'm finna let all everything about the emotions let them out. Hey, I'm about to run. Hey, listen, I'm in a dead sprint. Right to my healing. You hear me? I wanted to ask you. I know you mentioned um, before the break. You mentioned 
um, about the triggers, and it's the it's really about the wounded. Um, unhealed little girl and really the unhealed little boy. And we mentioned that when we talk about the triggers. But the question that I have is, I know you work with a lot of different people and you've done a lot of research and study. Why is it so difficult for people to acknowledge their pain? When were you ever given permission? When were you ever... Ah. Like, let's really be honest. Yeah. You are at the playground, you playing with who, whoever it is, so-and-so takes your ball, you start crying, they like, get the ball back, stop crying, say I'm sorry, uh, they say I'm sorry, you are forced to accept their apology, did nobody say how you feel about the fact that your ball was taken, you're not bleeding, you're safe, you're good, move on, ooh, and especially... Cool. If you are playing with somebody else's kids, you know, like one of your parents, friends, kids, now they want to, they don't want it awkward. They don't want to mess up their friendship because the kids are now fighting. They want to keep it peaceful. So even though mama should have spoke up a little bit more about aggressive little Jojo, she didn't because she wanted to keep that friendship going. Like there's so many things. And so when you think about it, who taught you how to heal? That's so good. Dang. That's so good. Oh my God. Who taught you to forgive yourself before you forgive somebody else? Listen, in my house, Everybody knows. Don't even come to me with your said I'm sorry because I don't even want to hear I'm sorry. I'm sorry is best served with change behavior. That's how I'm sorry works in my house. Sorry, change your behavior. If you're really apologizing to me, just, just do different. Just do different. That's all. And I'm not saying anything else except for do different. And if you hurt me a little bit deeper and you say I'm, a, I'm sorry, I'm not automatically just going to say I forgive you. I'm going to process it. I need to forgive myself first. I might need to forgive myself for letting me be in that space. I might need to forgive myself for even allowing you that close to me when I knew better. I knew not to trust you, but I trusted you anyway. And now I'm upset because you done told my business. But heck, you done told my business 5,100 times. Why am I surprised today? Because I thought it would be different, but I need to forgive myself because I knew doggone well it wasn't going to be different. Stop forgiving other people to make them comfortable and not forgiving yourself. And ladies, wives, husbands too, but wives, lean in a little bit. When your husband or I'm going to say wife since we're doing marriage takeover, when they offend you, the biggest issue is somebody says, I'm sorry. You say, I forgive you. But you really haven't forgiven them. And so as time passes, you start treating them bad because you're still struggling through forgiving them. But they're confused because you said, I forgive you. And because you said that, they expect things to go on like nothing happened. And you're like, why are they acting like nothing happened? Because they said, I, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And you said, I forgive you versus nope. Give me some time to process my feelings and emotions and I'm going to get back to you. You told them that you were okay with it. That's why they haven't, that's why they moved on. They act like it's good now. No, stop forgiving people before you forgive yourself. Stop, stop just giving it away like you passing out some pancakes. No, process it first. I love that. So, 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 ooh, so, you know what? <laughs> I, I have like 59 questions coming out at the same time. And I'm, I'm right saying here like, oh my God. Because the one thing is, you know, being, you know, we we are we are also, you know, leaders in the church as well. And the one thing that we come to understand on how we do something wrong, but then, you know, we'll ask for forgiveness. But at the same time, when you're for those that are real with themselves, I say it like this. How we kind of keep that guilt over ourselves because we haven't forgiven yeah. ourselves. How do, like, even when, because, you know, yeah. say if I did something wrong and I knew I did something wrong to my wife, but that guilt where now I feel like I'm walking on eggshells or whatever the case may be, how, what is that process like to forgive myself? And so that, so if someone hurt me, right, how do I, how do I go through that process to forgive me so that, so that I can be free to forgive them for how they chose to treat me? So there's two totally different things, even though we were taught that comes together, like forgive yourself. If you're even taught about forgiveness, like forgive yourself. And then once you forgive yourself or forgive them, things are going to be X, Y, Z. You have to separate them. Your journey of self-forgiveness and the guilt that you feel, your guilt is still that trigger. 
you're triggered by things beyond that moment because the guilt of whatever you're feeling may not really fully be about your wife. It could be about some of the other decisions that you make. And so you're kind of pouncing on yourself, beating yourself up for all the other decisions. And what's triggering you is that young, sweet boy inside of you who people always told you, you never do things right. You're not good enough. You, you, you don't live up to it. You weren't picked first on the basketball team, like all the things. And so what's happening isn't really the one thing that's happening with your wife. It's all the memories of all the past stuff that just all come in right at one time. And so then the expectation is because men are like to fix things. Y'all like to fix things. How can I fix this to make her feel better? I got a spoiler alert for all y'all. I'm a lean in. It's not your responsibility to make your wife happy or to fix her. That is by herself. If she wants to be happy, she's going to be happy regardless. She wants to forgive you. She's going to forgive you, period. So focus on yourself and the shift in you will shift things in her if it's a shift. But the focus is never on the other person. It's just just you. That's that's it. Just you. And that's where asking yourself the real deep, hard questions and being honest, like, what am I really feeling guilty about? Is it really this thing with my wife or is it because I just never felt like I'm living up to anything? What is my self-talk like? Is it positive? Like, where did this begin? Where did this struggle really start? Did it start when I married my wife or heck? Did it start when I was like on the playground? Like, start going back and Mm -hmm. then start to see where the patterns and habits started. That's where you're going to need to begin. You got to go back before you come forward with forgiveness. Wow. That's good. And and I tell people all the time, I'm telling you, your marriage, it has nothing to do with your spouse. It is a self-work journey for self-work. you. It is self-work. And you have to put in the work <laughs> to make sure that you are happy. And I think the very first time we said it publicly that it is not your husband your husband's responsibility to make you happy, people was like, What? What do you mean? No. Uh, because if you don't come to the table whole, there is nothing he can do to fill that void for you. Uh, even even if you come even if you come to the table broken, it's still not his job to put you together. And that's both of you. Right. Because right. you when you sit there it's like, no, because you because if you're broken and don't want to and don't want to be whole to be your authentic self you're going to, in turn, break him, break the kids, break it, and begin to be a full process. Because just like when you were saying earlier on how you were uh, uh, basically raising your kids from the hurt that was within, I say, hold on, wait a minute. Do I need to go back and forgive my kids? Because of all the things that I try my best not to take them down the path that I went down based off of how uh how I felt going through it. And I was like, huh. Because it's sometimes sometimes how do you put it? It's like sometimes we don't even recognize that we're even broken. We think we're fine. Right. You know, and so it's like yeah. huh. So then so so question how do wait a minute, did you have a question? I was just gonna just add before you switch to that, I was just gonna say I remember when you were speaking about just doing that self journey first with yourself when we were on the brink of divorce, right? The thing that shifted our marriage when God gave us a download, I started to change. Mm-hmm. And it was when my, when I started to change, Eric was like, wait a minute, you, you're doing something like what you doing. And then he started to shift. And so as I changed and I shifted just because I wanted to become the best version of who I was at that time, then he, it took a couple of years, but then he started to change. And as a result, we were able to blossom. We were able to blossom into what we have now and God is still making it better. But it is so important for people to understand because they're like, it's so hard. Well, if, I mean, it's really a choice. Like I always say that forgiveness is a process, but it's also a choice. Like you have to choose each and every day to do something different. Yeah, I, I look at and I always, always, always uh, let them know. It's just like what Joshua was saying to the Israelites. He was saying, "Listen, you can you can choose to do it the way your forefathers them do it." But he said, "But as for me and my house, right. we're going to serve." He said, "So I choose each and every day to 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 take care of me and my household. Right. I choose every day to choose forgiveness. I choose every day to to be better." So it, it's like it's easy. To choose to me, 
to Brad Thompson them, to, to E. Rotten them, it's easy to choose, but we look at the process, and that's what makes our choice hard. Why do you think we always look at the journey versus the step? Hmm. So Just, before I have an answer for that. Before I answer that, when you spoke about the broken woman, I just want to um, share, you attract who you are. So any man who's with a woman who is so broken, please look in the mirror because you attracted that woman. When you women want to come to me about how horrible and whatever their husband is, I was like, and yet you attracted him. So what about you mirroring reflection of who he is, right? Like you attracted that. So- you're more like, think about it. People attract at their wounds. What happens? My mama was a single mama. His mama was a single mama. Oh, stop. Stop. I got to stop you right now. We got to rewind all that right back. Let that one marinate. You can't just slide by that. That was just too heavy. Let that one marinate. God. You attract. At the womb? Yeah, you cool. have to your womb. Think about it. Like, think about it. Oh, my gosh. We attract at our wounds. How many people do you meet that are like, I'm black, he's black, I got teeth, he has teeth, I have two eyes, he has two eyes? No. My mama was a crackhead. His mama was a crackhead. His daddy wasn't there for him. My daddy, my, my husband left me with all these kids, and his ex-wife left him with all these kids. I was homeless. He was homeless. Think about all the people you've coached, all the people you've met, and people attract at their wounds, and yet they wonder why there's so many unhealed parts. It's because you attracted at your wounds, but have you come together to navigate through that healing? My husband and I, y'all, my husband stalked me as far as I'm concerned. He's not here to tell his side of the story. So I, <laughs> I believe his side. <laughs> if he was here, he'd be like, whatever. But I was on a on a healing journey. I was on this journey that we're talking about now. And so when I was doing like self-discovering and stuff like that, you best believe he was going wherever I was going because he just wanted to be where I was. He was like, shoot, she said she's going away to this uh, self-mastery. I'm about to figure out what self-mastery means. He didn't know he was about to get more than he bargained for. <laughs> and that transformed our relationship because it's wow. we've gone. And so all of the growth, Tony Robbins, all of the things that we've done together, we do it together. All personal development happens together it's just how we do it so we heal together and here's what's amazing my sexy husband is from nigeria and even six thousand miles away he still managed to have the same family background dynamics that your girl has imagine that like how is that possible we're from different cultures and countries and we still manage to find each other wow (laughs) with with two single people who had kids from other people figuring it out and like and it's still navigated that way but we committed to the healing journey as well so you connected your wounds and instead of pointing the finger to say what is wrong with him and his family you just want to be gentle with yourself to lean in to say how in the world did i connect with this person you can only see in someone else what you see in yourself you can only see in yourself in someone else what you see in yourself what do i mean by that let's say we're all at a restaurant waiter comes up waitress comes up she says or he says they all say i'm gonna say it's a girl she says something three people are sitting at the table one person is like "Mm, she got an attitude the other person is oh she looks like she's having a really rough day. The other person is like, I thought she was very friendly. She said the same thing one time to all three people and all three people heard and saw something different. We've all experienced it. How is that humanly possible? Because it's the lens in which we see things based on who we are, yeah, where we are in that moment. Wow. That's all. So you asked about a journey. You asked about a journey. Please ask me your question again about your journey. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because now I got to pivot real quick. <laughs> because what and so as you was talking about that, we see that lens because you know we literally yes. all this was our communication. We talked about communication very heavy, and that was the one thing was that just like you said, you you the person can say the say the same thing. But as we receive the information, it goes through our our filters 
based off of how life has served us, how we may be even feeling in that moment. And so because the one sound came out, but we are in different uh, stages, if you will. Yep. Therefore, we receive something totally different. Absolutely. I, Think listen. about church. Since y'all talked to me about church, I was like, T, it's church. I was like, great. I know what to do. <laughs> Think about church. Pastor get up there talking. One person was like, oh, Pastor had a word today. Other person is like, mm. I know he was talking to me directly. Meanwhile, another person got a husband who's like, don't ever bring me back to this church again. You done told him all our personal business and the pastor done called me out on all my stuff. Same message, same word, different experiences. Right. Yep. Yep. I love it. Man, listen, I ain't gonna lie to you because basically, literally just what you said opens up a whole nother can of worms. (laughs) And because now, granted, yeah, some stints are are. I don't even. I don't even. I don't even want to go that way. Oh my God! You know, we don't have time. <laughs> Yo, hey, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I pray that she has room in her calendar because this is so. Yeah. This is a lot. And it's Have you? Did you get to your real question? I know. What was your other question about the I, We had to pivot. I forgot. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Well, because, I, I do have a question around. Um, so we 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 ha- we coach and we encounter a lot of couples who are um, trying to get over infidelity. Right? They're trying to get over the infidelity. I was gonna wait for infidelity for later on that one. Well, we we have seven minutes left. because ah, she can't <laughs> unpack that thing in seven minutes. And so, what, I mean, what she can, but in that. And that do you have any other questions that might be shorter? You might need a part two if infidelity is a whole conversation. Yeah, you know. come on. We might have to do that, a that, That's that's a oh my god. We, we listen listen. You need to take it under advisement. Yeah, we we have to, we, we have to put out another email uh, because this is. Because, Only because I, I want to make sure that we, you know we're, but, we're actually serving our our but audience. We, but we and, are, we are because it's amazing. Because yeah, because when you look at it, granted, if you hurt me, mm-hmm. I still have to forgive. Yeah. But I have to be able to forgive myself first. Think about it. So right. when you right. when you talk about infidelity, right? What is the first thing that we look at? We'll say, "Oh, how could you do that?" But what do we play on ourselves? Did I not? Am I not good enough? Right. The guilt. Do I uh, do? So it's like when it comes to infidelity, mm-hmm. how how can you how can how can an individual work past that? You know, we might go over a little bit. That's fine. I hope it's okay with you. I want to make sure we. Listen, we Tamika, I, I clear my. I know how these podcasts go. I, I am in no rush. I got a cup of water and we we can talk. So what so when it comes down to infidelity, yeah. how should that or uh, what will be the best process to because you have some oh that's just the unforgivable thing. And I understand that, that whole trust, the, the whole nine, but because one thing that we can understand is that they still, even to say if they choose to divorce, they still carry that baggage still carry it, yeah. with them. I, even if it's on to the next relationship. So it's like, how do you, I guess, what would be that, what would be that process to? I was going to say they carry it to their next relationship, but even sometimes to their children as well. They pass that along to their children. Absolutely. Absolutely. The one thing it's interesting before we talked, I had no idea which direction this conversation would go in, but there was, um, Two words that I wrote down, unmet expectations. And when infidelity hits, there's a couple things. Those there are the unmet expectations. Now, no one deserves to be heartbroken. No one deserves to deal with any of those things. So tread lightly, listeners, and listen from a place of of healing and growth and not from a space of, of blaming. Don't blame yourself. Don't blame. Don't. Let's not allow this conversation to be a trigger to send you back into a space of of what happened in the past, especially if you've made a decision to forgive. Let's just. 
and let's navigate this conversation together forward. So there are the unmet expectations. That's the one part. And also what part of it can you first, before you even think about forgiving the person who cheated, what part of it can you forgive yourself for? What are you really needing to tell yourself the truth about? It's very likely that there were a lot of red flags and, and signs before you married him. You knew what was up, but you figured that the ring would change it. You thought that something else could happen from it, right? So don't beat yourself up, but you want to be honest with yourself and then see like, how many times does this behavior show up where I ignore the red flags, where I keep moving forward, where I think that I can manipulate a situation, where I think that I can change somebody else because I'm this or that. Him cheating doesn't necessarily have anything to do with, with the love. We all hear that. It doesn't feel that way. Right. The question also is, if you're not cheating, were your expectations of him to be? Because wow. a lot of times, if you grew up in a household where you just saw men cheating, it's what your father did, it's whatever it was, in the back of your mind somewhere, you were like, he's going to do it. He's going to cheat. He ain't going to treat me right. I'm not worth it. And so, therefore, your expectations, your dreams, even though it's set up as a nightmare, your dream came to fruition because you really never had the faith or the hope in yourself and in him, in order for him to be faithful, do not judge yourself. Come on. Stay so soft and gentle. But this is where those hard conversations come in to see, like, how can I be honest with myself? You still didn't deserve it. We're, we're separate. Like, I'm separating these two things, right? I'm separating the cheating to say this right here. Because the acceptance of ignoring red flags and, and all the unmet expectations. Cause basically you get to the part of like, look, at least he don't cheat as much as so-and-so. I mean, he didn't cheat as much as the last one. At least he come home at night. Like you keep lowering the standards of what the expectation is, but you got to get honest with yourself about what's really the expectation and, and what's really going on and how much is enough. And and what part is it of it is is he really and I'm not talking about your old baby baby and forget the dog on makeup sex child D is D at the end of the day. Right. What are you really talking about. Right. You gotta get real honest with yourself. And that's where the forgiveness part comes. Why I always say we gotta be honest with us before we're honest with anybody else, because you're really putting the pain and the struggle of not just that man who cheated on you and lied to you and, and belittled you and embarrassed you. He is now carrying, and she, they are now carrying the weight of all the other people before them who lied, embarrassed, cheated your mom, like all the things. Yeah. The pain and resentment that you have for your father for what he did to your mother or your mother for what she did to your father. Like this person is carrying the weight. And so... <sighs> You get to look in that baggage of life to say, even though he did this, what part did I play? Mm. What yes. part did I play? And don't judge yourself. The thing about it is life. And that was one of your questions, like in the journey, why do we basically run from the pain? It's because it's easier. It's right. the reason why people will drink themselves to oblivion, take drugs and all that stuff, because they think that it numbs the pain. But there's no way through it except for to go through it. And so the, the way to begin to heal this infidelity is stop pointing the finger and just really say, when did I fail myself? Did I fail myself by even marrying you? Because I knew you weren't God's best. I knew it. You're here and God's going to bless it, honor it and ordain it because y'all are here now. But you might have known from the beginning. And now is not the time to belittle the person that you chose to say yes to because you were disobedient or didn't do the right thing. No. Now it's the time to say, how am I going to make this thing work out and navigate? And it's going to start with you being truly, truly honest with yourself. Do not look for him to be honest or her to be honest. You can't force your agenda on someone else because you already forced your agenda on someone else, which is why you're married to somebody that gave you all the red flags and you still said I do. Right. So, that's a lot to unpack. It's it's a it's a sensitive conversation because I understand and I know I'm gonna say it now. People are like, but you don't know my story. You don't right. know my story. Right. <laughs> I just want to tell you I can help people break through and heal who are ready and I don't even need to know the backstory. I just need you to tell me where you're trying to go.
Right. Mm. When you're lost, you don't need to tell people, it took me 50, 11 hours. Da, 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 da. Nobody cares. They just want to know where are you trying to go? Let me give you the directions on how to get there. Where, where do you want to be? Oh, okay. Because you keep talking about all this stuff back there, that's the reason why you can't get forward because all of your energy, attention, mindset is focused on everything that happened back there. And you have no time to figure out where to go forward because your brain capacity can only happen, handle what's behind you. You got to decide, are you going forward? Are you going to stay in this hole? Or are you just going to keep wandering backwards? I know Sarah froze into a pillar of salt because he said, don't go back. Jesus. Wow. Wow. I love it. I love it. And Listen. I thank you so much for that. Listen. I just have two more things for you before we before <laughs> before we um we end the show on today. Now I know I I I got to see the interaction with you and your husband and I love, love, love it. Like when he steps in the room, like she just lights up, she beams up, she celebrates him, she stops wow. everything that she's doing and she goes and she greets her husband. Yes. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you mentioned how long have you all been married? We oh, it's ten years. This oh, this year we celebrated ten years. We were together. Sweet. We've been together for fourteen years. Sweet. And uh, for the people who don't realize, when she was at the Forgive Friends, my sexy husband showed up for like yes. two seconds because he gonna come just cause. Because show his face. And so one of the things that I do, and this is when we weren't in the best space. So maybe this can um, support some of the, the listeners. Uh, when we were in the, just the awkward space, I was like looking at two-year-olds and how excited a two-year-old gets when they see their dad. They're like, daddy, ah, they get so excited. So I was like, I wonder what would happen if I met my husband with this level of excitement? How excited would he be? And so I began when he comes in the house, oh, welcome. And every evening when he comes in, I greet him at the door with a kiss. When he leaves, I work from home. I'm standing at the door, blowing kisses, saying a prayer of protection over him. And it shifted and navigated not only our relationship, but also how the children expect and perceive to be um, to see things. Because children think that boyfriend and girlfriends are supposed to be lovey-dovey and husband and wives are just supposed to be distant it's absolutely not i'm kissing my husband husband is sexy don't waste time like let's get to this because they're hearing all these things from their friends they need to understand that it's good to love and marriage equals love and so i adore him and he gets really embarrassed because i always tell people how sexy he is (laughs) i've been on stages it doesn't matter where i am i'm like my husband is sexy and they're like oh my god and husbands are like to their wives do you tell people I'm sexy? I don't know what she does, but I know my man is sexy. Not to mention, when he hears other women tell him how nice he looks, how good he smells, his suit is nice, he's not so excited because he didn't heard it 5,100 times from his own wife. Okay. Let's be the first to tell you how good you look. Now go on and sit down. Right. <laughs> I love it. Yo, I love it. That, I mean, yo, that is awesome because. To, oh my goodness, I, I got the tap, so I ain't gonna it that one. No, We're gonna have to I bring just, you back because we got to unpack that one. I, because I we, love it. we sometimes as couples, we don't, we stop, we stop courting. Right. We, and I, I mean, because all the all you just basically said, y'all, I still, me and my husband, we still coach. When I'm on vacation, I'm a girlfriend, I pull out all the cute little mini skirts. I'm the girlfriend. Matter of fact, I will tell people that's my boyfriend, and they see the ring on my finger, and I'm like, I left my husband at home. Like, so for and there are people who are wondering because people ask me all this time, does he do the same for you? Does he greet you at the door with his arms open? The answer is no, that's not my love language. It's not what I require. It's not what I need. So he does not do that for me because it's not what I want. So the deal is, is you don't do things to see how you could get it back. You do things based on what you know you want to give from the whole exactly. heart. And then he in return will figure out what you desire in return. You know what I want from him? I want him to have the phone ready to videotape and record anytime I'm out so that I have content for my reels. Like that shows me love. That's right. what love means to me. Like that, it's simple. It's little stuff. Can you teach, learn how to take the picture with the right angle when I ask you? That's important to me. Pick your battles. Pick, pick it's, it's language, man. Right. It's the love language. I, I love, I love that. I love Gosh. it. Now I know oh. that you mentioned that you all did your healing journey together, right? That was a choice that you all decided to make. 
what suggestions or um, advice would you offer to a couple who says, or a wife or a husband who says, well, you know what? My husband's not ready to do this journey with me. I, I have to do it by myself or it can't work if we both don't do it together. Mm -hmm. What what would you offer or submit to them? Do that. Like I've done way more than my husband. And, and it's not a, a tip for tap, right? Like right. when we did all of the Tony Robbins work and different things, yes, I am a nerd. Y'all, I read all the books. And let me tell you how sneaky my husband is. My husband will be like, Oh my gosh, there's this amazing book, sweetie. You should get it. And I'm like, really? He's like, yes. I was like, did you read it? He's like, you should read it. I'm like, but did you read it? What happened? <laughs> really good. And child, he was having me read the book for him so that I could give him the reader because he knew right. I all the details. Like, that's my husband, right? She'll read the book. So, like, I'm super studious. I'm a forever student. And so my growth is not contingent on what my husband does. I do what I do for me. When I was connecting deeper with my children who are 28, 27, and 15, I didn't even get to tell you about my brilliant, cute kids. Um, as I connected with them, my daughter always talks about it was my journey that she watched me navigate through that has supported her in becoming the, the she's a very popular YouTuber, right? And so she she talks about it. It was what I did. But if I did it based on what I wanted her to do, that's manipulation. No, I was for me, for my growth, for my healing, for what I want. And then everything else falls together. So do it for you. And don't don't mind their business. Like, don't mind. But you don't understand our marriage won't last unless he changes. Child, your marriage can change. With one person changing, yes. it doesn't matter when two people do it together. I love it. I love it. Because when I say it, they like, it really won't work. I'm like, but I did it. <laughs> and they're like, well, it's impossible. And we I'm can't not do you. It. So I love it. I love it. I love it. I love and you don't have to be me. <clears throat> you know, right. you don't have to be me. You just have to make a decision of what you want to do. Do you right. want to complain or do you want to take action and move forward? You right. get to decide. Either way, you're making the decision. I love it. My I love goodness. it. So what do you have coming up and how can people get in contact with you? <laughs> well, we're going to Bali. So I am doing a forgiveness and healing retreat in Bali. That will be in, in November. In February, I haven't quite decided what we're going to do. But what I do is I travel with people with these retreats out of the country. I already do one-on-one -on -one intensives with people. So I decided to go ahead and invite people to travel the world because I love traveling the globe. And we're going to do healing as we travel into these different countries. I'm planning in 2023, we should be in Spain and Greece and um, some other places. I am thinking that there will be a forgiveness experience in October. So that information will be provided. And that's what's coming up. Those are pretty much the two ways to work with me. The group coaching is going to be done out of the country on the retreats. And one-on-one -on -one coaching is, is a private experience where families hire me to come in to support them with digging deep and navigating with um, helping them heal generational pain. So I love it. Awesome. And you're so good at it. I thank you so much. Listen, I, I want to make sure that you all make sure that you connect um, with Tanisha O. Um, her, her IG, her website. Uh, make sure that you connect with her. Make sure that you, you step in with and register for her conference, her forgiveness. Yes. I'm telling you, it's it's a blessing. I came last minute. Like she I didn't I didn't even realize that. She, within 30 days, it was what she decided that she was going to do. We met each other. It's been about two well, years. We the book, right? Yeah, we had the same author coach. Yes. Yeah, so well, that's not my author coach. I don't even know who that is. Um, well, I ain't going to. We going to scratch that. <laughs> nope, that's a good funny. That's standing there. We're all going to laugh at it. I'm telling you, not to scratch it. She's not my author coach. I am in the book, but. They're not bring a book together. That's what it was. Y'all are co-authors together. We are co-authors together. We are co-authors together. So that's what it was. Right. We were in co-op. We are co-authors together. And I think when they were bringing the group together and we were looking over, well, at least for me, when I was looking over the different people that were contributing to the book, I was like, oh, she's from my area. Like, let me reach out. And we reached out to do like a soft connect in what, a year or two? It's been at least a year. It has. It a has. year later, um, like I, 
I was supposed to be at the conference. And so I appreciate just kind of the look and I reached out and I wanted to make sure that I supported and that I was there, not really expecting um, really to, to really, I was like, you know, I've, I've done the a journey. Yeah. <clears throat> I've done a journey with healing. I've done a journey with forgiveness. And I was like, I think I'm okay. But for this next level of where I'm going, I was like, I got there and I was like, I'm really not okay. You know, that's interesting. Like, I serve the alpha women, that strong, confident woman, the woman that everybody leans on, but no one really kind of connects with her because they're like, should I say that? Is she going to be okay? Are we still going to be friends? Me, I'm right. like, we oh, can be friends and not be friends. You already paid me. What I'm going to do is serve you up this healing and we're going right. to navigate this, through this thing lovingly. And that's that's exactly what I get to do. So I love it. People always say, why are you so friendly? Because I bring a heavy conversation. And yeah. so you have to have a light air about you to bring people talk to me about some of the heaviest like yeah, I have clients yeah. who have been raped 23 times by Jeez. different men like and I'm helping them heal and navigate so many things that um, I, I, I get to just be light right and I don't carry a baggage child when I'm finished with the session I'm gonna go drink my cup of water and mind my business you know why because <laughs> I'm not judging you exactly right. exactly i'm not wondering what i should have done different or would have done different that's your story is not mine i'm gonna help you heal and then we can disconnect right there i don't have to make your problem my problem and that's for somebody wow right. yeah wow this is that's man, I, I love i love I, one thing i do i love supporting things that make change yeah. So I'll be honest, when when wifey told me about it, I said, Yeah, you better you better go. Now I'm like, Well fellas, I understand you all about the women, but where's the fellas? Where are the fellas? Cause I promise you, I'm gonna sign up. Don't hey listen, don't block my emails because I'm sending them. I, I, I communicate anyone is welcome, right? You know, everyone has their core people. Everyone is welcome. I just typically support women because I'm a woman. I'm a mom. I understand it differently, you know? I understand. Oh, man, I understand. You know, that's her second time telling me, so I'm taking this. She like, listen, boy, show up if you're going to come. All right? There were men men who were at the uh, virtually, but there were men who were there. Wow. So you see, fellas, guess what? You are not excluded. All are welcome. They are. I tell you, just tonight, y'all, just just on this podcast, you have heard me get free. So you continue to support. And you're gonna see how, because tonight, pillow talk. We talking tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna release all this. Oh my God, I'm mad. Listen, like yes, I don't know how it's gonna end, but just close your doors or something. <laughs> but, um, that is that is that is truly a blessing. We oh. thank you so much yeah, for taking so time much. out so much. I so to be with us. So this, this was oh my god, you just oh my god, you just don't even know. Don't oh yes, Lord, just Jesus. Yes, so <laughs> I just got to leave it at that. And the best gift is pass it along. Anyone who's listening, um, if you do decide to join IG, don't be a stranger. Just DM me. I respond. I'm just personable. I respond to messages and um, tell me that you came from the marriage takeover group. Other people who may uh, be looking for something like this, let me know. Let's let's spread the forgiveness message. Yes, I love Lord. it. I love it. Do you have any last words or any last comments or encouragement that you want to be able to leave with our audience on today? Gosh. I just looked at, at the Forgive Friends notebook and it just says um, unlock freedom, wealth, and healing through forgiveness. So I'm going to let that be what I say. Wow. Love it. Thank you so much to the show for having you. us, for, for being here. Oh, um, yeah. Because <laughs> for real, I feel like I had, a, I had a session by myself. Everybody love that. I have my own session. Listen, hey. Thank you so much for joining us on yes. today. It was an absolute treat. And I know it's going to be a treat to our, to our listeners. So thank you so much. Thank um, you. We appreciate you. Um, God's blessings continually over what you're doing, over your family, over everything. And so um, we appreciate you. And I'm sending y'all love to Marriage Takeover. I pray that it continues to just multiply over and over again as you continue to support and help heal and keep marriages going and thriving. Thank you for all you're doing. It's it's beautiful work. Oh, thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Well, make, make sure if you have not already, make sure that you connect 
Um, make sure that you connect with Tanisha O. Make sure that you go uh, check with her on her, her IG page. Um, make sure that you just connect. Go to her website, tune in, get locked into the retreats that she's having, the things that she's doing. Phenomenal in that forgiveness space. And I'm so excited about it. Yes. Um, so you have also been asking, right? And we've been working. We've been working. And now we are ready to deliver. We finally have our marriage takeover retreat that is ready. <laughs> this is me cheering. <laughs> I have the audience cheering. That's right. how you coming out. All the people excited to register and sign up right now. I love it. So yes, it is finally here. Registration is open. So make sure it is February 24th through the 25th. And it's going to be right here in Maryland. It's going to be at the National Harbor. So if you've never experienced the National Harbor, it's right outside of the D.C. metropolitan area. And it's a phenomenal space. And so we are super excited. Now, y'all have been asking. Y'all have been asking. Wait, Don't y'all have us sitting up in this building by ourselves? <laughs> so February 24th through the 25th, um, make sure that you register. And that's going to be at uh, marriagetakeover.com. Tickets are on sale now. We are super excited. We cannot wait to see you in the building. And we are so excited about just making sure that um, we're going to be ready for you guys. Right. We are going to be so ready and we're super excited about all that it's going to be. And so we want to make sure that you register as well. So I think that is all that I have for today. And that is it. So we're going to go ahead and pray this thing out. Father, heaven, Lord God, we thank you. Yes. God, we thank you, Father, for allowing us to get the full understanding of forgiveness. Yes. And so, Father, we thank you now, God. Continue, oh God, to bless our sister, oh God, as she as she joins yes, today God. to help free many, oh God. To just break down forgiveness, God, that we may let go, heal, and grow, God, where we can become better for, so that you can do what you have to do through us, oh God. And so, Father, we bless you right now, God. Continue to let your will be done, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes, and God, we give your name praise. Continue to watch over the marriages of God. Father, continue to bless the things that she do. Continue to order the steps. Father, you send your word that the steps of a good man are ordered by you. And so, Father, we thank you, oh God, yes. for ordering her steps our way. Yes. And so, Father, we bless you right now, God. We tell you, thank you, God. Continue to keep her in the household as, she, as they continue to move forward. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord God. We give your name the praise. Continue to bless the listeners, oh God. Continue to keep them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we say this praying in Son, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I'm your girl, Tamika. It's your boy, E-Rock Mill. <laughs> and this is Mayor's Takeover. Signing out. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.